0: Hello and welcome to the Show Love Podcast. I am your host, Show Love, and Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. I have with me today Cypher Flower, um, a woman of great talent and gifts. Uh, She's a spiritualist. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Cypher Flower.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. I found you, um, you know, a lot of us have been on social media and, you know, Instagram during this uh, whole pandemic. So I came across your page on Instagram and uh, I was quite amazed at what, you know, you have a lot of spiritual gifts, but I want to... um, and I want to go through them all and tell people about the business that you have and uh, the services that you offer. But I want to—I um, I was intrigued by the, a gift that you have called mediumship. Um, so, do you do you mind just uh, letting the listeners know, like um, your gifts and services, and what actually you know what mediumship is, and. Um, And uh, anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about the work that you do?
1: Um, Okay, so cool. Um, So my company name um, and everything is uh, Cyperflower. My name is Vicki. I have had my gifts and abilities all of my life. Um, I wasn't quite for certain what it was that I was seeing. I didn't have any formal kind of training. Uh, You'll see a lot of people on social media, they'll talk about their house or their teacher or their mentor. I didn't have that. Um, I had a very supportive family. Um, I grew up uh, under the religion of Church of God in Christ. And the Pentecostal church is big about um, speaking to Holy Spirit, so speaking to spirits was never something that I was made to feel ashamed of. No, they didn't quite, my family didn't quite uh, bolster it, but they didn't shun it either. Mm-hmm. I have always been able to hear and see voices on the other side of the veil, is what it's looked like to me. When I am speaking to people who have transitioned, they, depending on how they transitioned and where they are, um, on that side is how they come across. Um, sometimes they can be shadowy. Sometimes they are fully in color. Um, sometimes I can hear them as, as if they are speaking to me directly, like I am speaking to you. And other times it's more, where images, sounds, movies, um, it's like watching a movie sometimes with the sound turned off and then you have to interpret mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. depending on how the person passed away is also how I approach them. Doing, um, mediumship for others is very new for me because I have, like I said, I've just kind of dealt with it, mm-hmm. um, I can see through the eyes of the killer. That is how I know people are dead Mm. Um, because I see them being murdered. I see how the person murders them. I can tell whether they're either male or female, black or white. Um, It gets a little tricky when you get into like Asian, Latino, stuff like that because of the light skin. It's just light skin. Mm. Other times the victim themselves will show me, um, images, thoughts, concerns that they have, um, I don't push spirits mm. um, and it takes time for things to unfold. Uh, sometimes depending on that, um, that person's, uh, urgency to get their message across, they may give you a lot of information, which is what happened with Jelani Day. I've been in situations where I have seen someone chase a mother and a child. They were Mexican. I could tell that by the things that they had in the house. Uh, I could see him, and it was him, chasing this lady and her son, and the boy was about 10 years old. And um, within that week's time frame, there was a news story here in Chicago about um, a nephew who had murdered uh, his aunt and her 10 year old son. Mm. So um, it's a hard gift to have because you can't prevent anybody's death. Right. I'm not there for that. I'm not also there to uh, necessarily solve any murders. My purpose is more so to make sure that the bodies get buried because ultimately that is what they want.
0: Right. Right. It's such a profound... Like you said, you know, it's, it's uh, such a profound gift. Having spiritual gifts, you know, most people think, uh, you know, they're like, oh, I want to be this, I want to be psychic. But it there it comes with it a heavy um, responsibility. Um, and it's not, from my own experience, it's not something, you know, it, it takes a person with a lot of spiritual strength and mental and emotional strength and metal to even... Um, engage with the spiritual world in that way in the way that you're uh that you've been uh, engaging so it it is a lot it it, you know it's and for some people who um who don't really have any background on dealing with the spiritual realm this is why i this is why i want wanted to do some you know shows about this just to open a door for some people to know that you know that um that there's life after death, you know, that there, that there's people, that there are people who are seeking some resolution, um, for whatever situation that caused their death, uh, sometimes. Uh, can you tell us about some of your other spiritual gifts and how you've helped people? Um, and in what ways, how, how, how would they, But be- how would others benefit from the services that you have?
1: Um, I'm going to dive into the part of the mediumship, um, being a medium, um, more specifically, I was told, uh, recently within the last couple of years that it's not just me being a medium. It is me being an actual necromancer, Mm. um, which is a little bit higher from what, from what it was explained to me higher and deeper, um, because they can hear me and I can hear and see them. Um, mediums don't necessarily are always able to hear the dead. Right they could see them and they can sense emotion I'm at that point where I can you know with some of them depending on their strength I can hear them speaking Um, I had a situation I was doing a reading for a lady and the energy behind the spirit that came through um, ended up being a friend of hers and she was asking me a question about something completely different and I said oh my god who is this guy? He came through like, Hey, you know, I can <laughs> literally hear him say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, what, you know, cause we were having a conversation about something else. And I said, no, this, this is a guy. And I, I'm like, Oh, he's, you know, 32, you know, I mean, cause he was talking, like, I'm talking to you. And I'm like, wow, like I can really hear him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, so, um, it, it runs the gamut. Um, people sign up on the other side for various things. You know, they might be a spirit guide. Um, Sometimes they want their name cleared. Other times they Mm -hmm. just want to be found or they just want um, someone to know that um, I'm here and I don't know what the heck is going on or where I am. Um, And so this is why I was kind of like wanted to discuss with you when you asked me about some topics was spirituality Mm -hmm. and you, Mm -hmm. because whatever your faith is over here whatever your ideas are over here, it's going to greatly impact you when you transition to the other side of the veil. Um, I would say for people, I know, have your faith, believe in God, God is real. I know there's a big set of old sky daddy, mm, sky daddy, sky mommy, whatever vernacular colloquialism works for you. There are consequences for everything that we do. And to think that there aren't any consequences is, um, a, a lunacy. Mm. Um, these individuals on the other side, they can hear us. They can, some of them are strong enough to move things. Uh, poltergeists are real. Demons are real. The monsters are real. And it's not like what you see in the movies. It's worse than that. Mm. Um, there are a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I'm spiritual. And the first thing they go do is light candles or they go hex people. Those, those things have real life consequences. And they also have spiritual consequences on your soul for those who don't think that they have a soul or that they don't have a spirit because church um, or religious beliefs or practices that their parents had or whoever was stupid to them when they were training them up um, has... Uh, directed them in the wrong direction.
2: Mm.
1: You have a soul. You have a spirit. And even if you don't believe in God or the demons or the devils or the imps or the trolls or the vampires or the things that go bump in the middle of the night, they believe in you. Hmm. Spirits are real. It's not just from when Jesus walked the face of the earth. And I'm not going to argue with anybody about whether or not Jesus was walking the earth or whether or not um, he was black or white, because then you're missing everything. Sure. You need to look at Hinduism, Islam, Buddhism, Confucianism, Zoroastrianism, Native American uh, things, um, uh, ideologies and theologies. You need to go back and look at the Congo, mm. right, which has one of the oldest, excuse me, one of the oldest um, theocracies. I don't even think I'm saying that word right. Theologies, that's the word, um, on creation
2: mm.
1: is in the Congo, wow. you know, Um People need to read and pay attention. There's a reason why the libraries are burning down. There's a reason why Alexander came through and burned the libraries in ancient Egypt to rewrite history and to rewrite religion. And I get that. I'm kind of talking like in a bunch of different things right here. But my, my, my point is... Even if you don't think that spirits are real or you don't think that God is real or you want to call out to the divine universe, I'm going to need you to figure out what the divine universe actually means.
2: Mm.
1: Because in that divine universe are multiverses, right. like that stuff that you see up in um, Spider-Man movies and stuff like that. Right. Um, <laughs> the closest I'd ever seen to the accuracy was the most recent Spider-Man movie, when I'm talking about the veil, right, mm-hmm. that keeps those entities, those beings on the other side. Um, that's what it looks like. It's not quite water, but it glows like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking to myself when I viewed that, I said, whoever designed that had a clear has clear vision. Mm-hmm. Um, my abilities, I have many abilities. Um, your abilities get stronger the more you, use them. So um what I was doing to work on my ability to speak to the dead so I can kind of control that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm what I was allowing in because no one had taught me how to control it and I'd been wearing crystals since I was 16 doesn't mean that I know which exact crystal to wear okay <laughs> I mean you hear a bunch of voices in your head you're like um who is talking now so I had to let go of some fear mm-hmm. so that I could see the spirits
2: mm-hmm. I could hear them all the time mm-hmm.
1: seeing them was something different because that that brings fear so that clairvoyancy uh Claire sentience um the uh clear audio um and my 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 um necromancy are the ones that I'm comfortable sharing
2: mm-hmm.
1: um can i astral project yes Can you astral project out of this realm? Yes. Have I astral projected to other realms? Yes. And I wasn't paying attention when I got there because I was too busy looking around. (laughs) Um, That is the truth. And I had a guide and they were speaking to me um, telepathically. And um, I was just too busy, just like, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. And I was talking to God the whole time I was there. I was like, God, do you see this? (laughs) You know. Um, you mentioned something about having strong faith. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. Um, I am an old soul. I've been here many, many, many times. Um, sometimes when I came, I was too busy just being reckless, which is why I came back for a lot of people. They fear death. I don't fear dying. I, fear coming back again (laughs) Uh, my anxiety is not that because when I go into like people like oh my god we're gonna die we're gonna fade into nothing (laughs) I'm like "Uh uh-uh no that's not it it's coming back we're gonna come back again and again and again and again that's me (laughs) so that's where my my anxiety my depression Mm -hmm. comes from and Mm -hmm. is is like lord let me get it right this time so I can go somewhere else right because I'm done with this playground um I wanted to say that um, people need to be careful of the power that they wield with their tongue.
2: Indeed,
1: Uh, Pettiness is never going to get you anywhere. Mm. It's only going to trap you. So I'm going back to, oh, I'm going to go light a candle. Who told you that you were supposed to light a candle? Mm. I don't think that the present day spiritualist, because everybody seems to know something, but nobody's had any mm. training. I was not out there at 16, 17, 22, or 23, even with the knowledge that I had then, the knowledge that I came through here with. Not something I read in a book or looked off of the, you know, social media, because social media did not exist back then. Right. So when you got your spiritual training, baby, you got your training from someone who'd been through the stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things are not even written down. They are passed down through oral tradition. Right. You got to be there. So when someone says, well, I picked up a book and I read this book, that means nothing to me. Because 95% of the spells in the books are not even complete spells. Mm -hmm. But if your discernment and your intuition was working, honey, you would note that. Right. The best spells come from your head, what your spirit guides show you. And they're not going to show you too, too much if you're not vibrating at the correct level. Mm. A lot of people walk around here. I I do it on like decibels, right? Or I think I'm saying it hurts, hurts, the HMZ. Mm -hmm. A lot of people walk around here at the three, four, 500 level. Mm -hmm. Uh, She took my man. She came to my man. Your man wouldn't have left you, baby, if he didn't want to. So now you want to burn a candle on her?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: That kind of stuff. Maybe you wasting the whole candle. So you gonna burn a candle on her when you could be burning a candle for you. And screw him and get you some money. Right. <laughs> Replace him with somebody that's not going to use his penis in ways that he shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> because there are people out there who do stay faithful. There are faithful men. Mm-hmm. There are faithful women. And yes. whatever the other people call themselves, you know, because I don't remember all the, the the little acronyms, you know, the, the, the new stuff that they... Talking now, I don't know. Totally. Um, the day, they, the days, you know, the it's. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to leave anybody out. But, right,
0: right. Um, we include, we're we including know, everyone in this.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because there's always like binary, non-binary. I'm old. It's, it's a lot for me to try to keep up. Well, we're, we're, the, that, we're, the,
0: same age. So don't, don't be too old.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you're, you're alive. You're, 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 you're in the flesh, and that's just the way that I speak. You know, you're in the flesh, yeah, and, yes. you know, God. God does love you. And being disconnected, if you want to call it from divine source, if you want to call it from the universe, if you want to call it from Elohim, Yehovah, that's how I call God. Um, If you want to say it's Allah, you know, um, if you want to say it's Brahma, you know, Lord Shiva, whatever. Mm -hmm. All of the religions. Are fractured pieces, and you have to put the puzzle together. And that's how it kind of came to me back in 2019. Okay. Everybody got it right. They got pieces of the puzzle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The goal in this life cycle is to be a better person. Yes. That's your goal. Yes. People ask me that. That's like one of the most common questions I get for readings. What's my purpose? Mm. And I. The conversation sometimes falls flat because I literally tell them to get closer to God. That's yeah. your purpose. God is in you because we are space particles. We are part of this creation and God is out there. God is in everyone. This is why they killed Jesus because he was saying that. You don't have to go to the tabernacle, the church or the, the temple, right? Mm-hmm. To get to him. He's in the trees. He's in the earth. He's in the air. You know, um, God seen as male turned away some females. And I understand that because historically God was considered a woman for hundreds of thousands of years. God was a woman. Yeah. Um, and we see that shape of a woman in the God form. She's, uh, got a little fat belly that could show pregnancy or, you know, cause like when, you know, you, you're supposed to have a little fat there anyway, just to keep your uh, period, uh, you know, coming your menstruation, coming your sure. men's But, um, she has a full, uh, hips. That means that they spread. That means that, you know, she was giving birth. Women are powerful and because they are powerful. They have been subjugated and relegated to second and third class citizens. Mm-hmm. Women are the portal from this realm to the next realm, mm-hmm. from that realm to this realm. Mm-hmm. I often question, and then I have to consider how much do I even care um, if the story is not correct in Genesis is what I'm talking about, sure, the course. story of creation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then I had to, I had to say, you know, I don't really care. <laughs> right. Um, because at the end of the day, I know that the most powerful, uh, mediums and psychics and oracles, um, those people who are gifted like that are women at the end of the day.
0: Yeah.
1: And that means something.
0: A lot of people see Genesis as something like a metaphor, you know, not really, you know, um, a lot of symbolism there's a lot of symbolism um all throughout the bible and in a lot of books but um i can see how people can <clears throat> you know use it uh, to their own benefit and twist the information to make it you know to make it uh fit to their own needs i do have a question though I love what you just said to, you know, our, our purpose is to be a better person. Like that's, I mean, that's the most beautiful thing, um, beautiful answer I think I've ever heard to that question. You know, what's my pers- purpose? Um, to be a better you, to get closer to God. Um, and you were pointing out some ways in which people can do that to get closer to, you know, what how... And I, and I guess it's an individual thing, but can you give some tips to people? I mean, especially people who don't really have a, f- a, a foundation of, you know, um, you know, I grew up in Pentecostal Baptist churches. I've, I've been to every, you know, and, and, and you have too. But what would you say to those people who have no uh, faith? Whatsoever? Like they're starting from the mustard seed. Um, what would you recommend uh, to them, on becoming closer to God, something that they don't even believe in.
1: Uh, it's a great question. Um, one that I struggle with, uh, personally, um, with my with my children. When you are. Okay, I would say start with because I don't know I know this we're doing a podcast and so you don't lag with the, with the sound. Yes, um, <laughs> <Okay>. you, <laughs> um a quick, simple, easy way is meditation prayer hmm. to ask for something and see how long it takes for it to come back. But you can't harp on it. You can't go, uh, God don't exist because when I opened my refrigerator this morning, there was no food in my refrigerator. And uh I asked God for some food and then I went outside and I stood on the corner and then when I came back, just, there still was no food in my refrigerator. Okay. My understanding is you Reap what you sow. Yes, ma'am. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. I'm pulling that out of biblical scripture, but it's applicable in all things. It's the basis of alchemy.
2: Mm-hmm. As
1: above, so below. As within, so without. As the universe, so the soul. Mm. So... I used to ask myself, what is my working relationship with with the energy? So let's take God out of it. Let's just say the energies of the universe. It's programmable. Okay? Mm. Because what you think is what you vibrate at and that's what you bring back. So if you think that you need to hustle and you gotta starve and you're poor and whatever, you're gonna continue to get that back. Mm. Now, if I flip it over and put it in terms or aspect of dealing with God, if you're constantly telling God that you don't think that you're nobody, then why is he going to all of a sudden make you someone? He or she. Why are they just going to flip? They're not going to just pull you out of nothing. What have you put into that? What is your working relationship with God? Is it 60-40? Is it 80-20? Does God do 80% and you do the 20% or do you do the 20%? And God does the 80%. What is your working relationship with God? And I figured out my working relationship with God is I put in 40% effort. So that means I got to get up. I got to pray. I got to get my bottles together. I got to get the labels together. I got to get the printer. I got to get, okay. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I'm up at three o'clock in the morning, most mornings. Mm. Working on my stuff for my store, working on my herbs, learning, researching. I'm putting the time in. I'm sacrificing.
0: You're sowing seeds. Yeah, you're sowing. Okay? Yeah. Okay.
1: Now, what do I reap out of that? Sales. Growth. The more I elevate through my knowledge of herbs and plants and oils, like I made a batch or something, and I'm like, oh, I can't even put those two herbs together, Now I got to throw all that stuff out. But I learned something. So out of my 40% of learning and sacrificing my time, I get back 60% mm. in growth, in sales, in my brand growing, and in elevation. Okay? Well, let's say we're going to take the 60-40 or whatever that God out of the equation and we're going we're gonna to put in there manifesting. Because a lot of manifestors don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. They believe in programming divine universe. Right. And I'm always saying, okay, you're talking about dear universe. There's a lot of energy in the universe. Right. Who the hell are you talking to? Right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, cause if you're talking to darkness, you, who, okay. Right. Anyway, so that. that's the other problem. People don't, they think about God. They don't know what to visualize. So they don't know who they're talking to. So you're talking to black and black is not going to give you anything back. You're talking to a wall. Walls are not going to give you anything back. Okay. So let's talk about the manifestors. It's programmable. What you think you attract, what you think you attract, it's the self-talk. So if you don't believe in God, but you believe in something else out there, whatever you want to label it, it hears you regardless. Okay. It's like throwing a rock into a pond. When the, the bigger the rock or the heavier the rock, the more concentration you put into this rock, the deeper the ripples of the wave. And we all know, if you've studied any kind of science, that eventually, whatever the waves go to, it kind of carries some things back towards it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's the result of you throwing that manifestation or that prayer or that incantation out there. Right. There's power in words. I don't care how you come at it. For sure. What you think It's the self-talk that matters the most. So if you sit in your house in your closet and you're like, oh, there's no God and I'm not anything. and Well, what do you expect at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. And then people look at other people and they're like, well, how are they winning? What are they doing? They're talking to themselves and they're convincing themselves that it's going to be all right. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to bring it back. God is in you. So as you're talking to yourself, baby, you are still talking to God. Right. You're still talking to the universe. Right. You're talking to the universe before you even wrote down that five by fifty-five. I don't even know who has time to write something fifty-five times. That's the most <laughs> idiotic thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. I've never done it. I'm never <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> you um, know, and I did. I sat down. Like I said, let me try these different ways to manifest. Mm-hmm. I don't have. My, I have carpal tunnel now, you know? Mm. So no, know how you manifest, know how to pray. God, I need a man. Now God is in you. So listen to how I'm going with this. You need a man. Okay. Here's a man. He, he take your money. He beat on you. You see where I'm going with this? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I'm a teacher. So that's like your level one answer. So you need a level two. Uh, God or dear universe, I need a man who loves and respects me, and that's what mm-hmm. you're gonna get.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He gonna love and respect you, but he ain't gonna have no job, right? <laughs> and he's still gonna be in your pocket, <laughs> okay? So that's a level two answer. Okay, sure. so level three, <laughs> Lord, I need a man with a job, a car, who loves and respects me, and has the ability to grow and change with me. Mm. Yes. See, there's difference. Yes. And see, what I was learning is like when I was like, you know, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, when I was doing that, I, I, I would stand out um, barefoot in grass. No one explained this to me. These are mm-hmm. things that I saw in my head. And I began to understand that when I stood in a certain way or waved my hands or stood in a certain direction, things would either come to me faster or more slower, but I would still get it in the end. Mm-hmm. Now the quality of it was something different. So I said I needed a car. Well, I got a 1990 Cadillac Broham, just a beautiful car. I had it for two months and paid $2,000 for it. Mm. But when I went back and redid that prayer, I was able to pick up a Dodge Shadow. Now my Dodge Shadow was nothing <laughs> like my Cadillac, right. but it lasted longer. Sure, And I'm, giving you two different you know scenarios right Mm -hmm. so it's the same thing that's applicable when you're praying even if it's to the dear universe and i i beg anybody please figure out who you're talking to in the universe because whether you believe in what people say i'm manifesting because they want to say that so they don't sound like they're trying to be like a witch or they're casting a spell Mm -hmm. because it sounds cute well i'm a master manifester
2: right
1: okay Mm -hmm. you are still casting a spell sorry if you put them words on that paper and you were visualizing something, that's what witches do.
0: Right.
1: That's what hoodooists do. That's what root workers do. That's what budanistas do. That's what Santeria do. <laughs> right. So you can color it pretty. You can add those crystals on there and all that glitter. And you're not supposed to put glitter in a candle, but who am I? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, dear no because i get that sometimes like you didn't put any crystals in here Mm -hmm. do you know that that crystal should not be next to a flame Mm
2: -hmm.
1: did you know that especially if it's not a crystal that represents fire any freaking way Mm -hmm. because crystals um are aligned to elements just like fire earth air Mm -hmm. water they're aligned like that yeah so why would you put that in next to a flame now it's hot Well,
0: I digress. No, you set <laughs> a mouthful. But what you know, what I am hearing um, to the question of you know, for people who aren't really rooted in any sort of spirituality or whatever, um, it sounds like you're just saying to not just, but it sounds like you're saying to build faith by um, practicing these fundamental things like you know, asking, receiving. Uh, seek and you shall find. Um, You know, everyone knows this. I don't care how many, what, uh, you know, everyone's heard as above, so below. Um, And I think that is just the most profound, fundamental tool that people really overlook. And it's building your faith. It's like building your muscle. Like you have to go to the gym, you know, to build. If you want to be a bodybuilder, you know, you go, you go to the gym, you, you lift weights, you, you do what you need to do. And, and the way that you just described it uh, to build uh, spirituality and to build faith, it sounds the same. And um, it's, you, it's like a spiritual muscle. Uh,
1: yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, the more you flex it. and The reason why I start off with the manifesting thing, because I'm like, I... I go to tangent sometimes i'm um, sorry <laughs> the reason why i was saying that is because it's one of the fastest ways for you to understand that there is something out there that hears you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then here's what you ask for <laughs> now it is tangible
0: yes
1: and it's not a fluke right but what happens a lot is that people um they ask for things that are not beneficial to them and they don't actually need; they just want it. Mm. But I need him. You don't. You don't need him. You want him. Right. Okay. There's a difference, and he don't want you.
2: Right.
1: So you asking for something that's not beneficial to you, and then when you get it, and it's crappy, then you're sitting there with egg on your face, trying to figure out why it ain't working right. Totally, but people are they cast spells every day every time you say i want this i desire this i have to have when you went and bought that gucci purse that you really actually couldn't afford on your credit card that's, <laughs> that's... casting a spell you're walking out on faith that you're going to get that that's... you have imagined yourself <laughs> yeah carrying the purse totally. and now you have it and i i tell my mentees i say um think about where you live right now someone imagined that that house or that apartment building or the car that you drive or the bus that you're riding or the shoes that you have on your feet Mm -hmm. they thought about it they saw it they put the work in and then they reaped the benefit of the product that is how manifesting spell casting all that stuff it's faith Mm -hmm. The fact that you know that it's coming. You can't doubt. And then fear clouds your um, third and fourth eye. Mm -hmm. Because when you live in a state of fear, which a lot of people do, they can't see, not out of the two eyes in front of you. The one in between the middle of your forehead and the one at the back of your neck. You can't see anything. Your receptors are off. Your hands, your feet, your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, and your sixth sense is off when you are afraid.
2: Right.
1: So because people have fear of the unknown, instead of understanding that we are part of the unknown, um, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. because before you were here, you were over there, you know, so, ta-da, but they're (laughs) afraid of that, and being afraid, they close themselves off, Mm. and then they lack the faith, and then they don't have the trust, and then they just marinate in fear, and wind up coming back here again and again. Mm. So
0: uh, you mentioned you're a mentee, you have, uh, you're a mentor and you have, mentees. do you want to talk about that? Like,
1: um, yeah, I closed down my mentorship program. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot <laughs> about being a mentor <laughs> and, um, when I do reopen it, I will definitely put up some better boundaries and not just mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. you know, but for them as well. Sure. um, and I'm still working with them. So I have some folks that, um, I, you know, I definitely didn't, they've been with me since the beginning. Um, two ladies have been working with me since, oh my God, uh, October, November mm-hmm. of 2020 when I decided to go this way. And it wasn't something that I was like, oh, you know, I'm a spiritualist and I'm going to get some mentees. That's not how that worked. It was through multiple readings of, you're supposed to teach. Well, I'm like, hey, I am teaching. I'm a teacher. But they're like, no, you're supposed to teach people um, about who they are and how to practice and to get closer back to divine source. Because that's the way that person uh, phrased it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, well, um, I'm not here to force anybody because there's free will. You know, people forget that. Mm-hmm. There is free will. Okay. So, um, <laughs> when I do open up the mentoring program again, like officially, it won't be until like June of this year. Um, I'm going to, uh, read, you know, cause I just kind of had it open for people to just join, you know,
2: sure.
1: but, um, it's going to be more structured and I will, um, they're going to have to take some of my classes before that because, uh, People come at all different levels, and that's kind of hard to teach when you just have everybody in the program together. Some people are naturally gifted spellcasters. Mm-hmm. They might be, we might call them right-handed workers or left-handed workers. There are people who um, are fully aware of everything that they're doing, but they just need some guidance on, and some structure. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear the voices. I don't know who the hell it is. You know, right. so, oh my God. <laughs> you know, yeah. just stuff like that. Um, they may not be very, really... Um, Uh, uh, adequate or uh, proliferant with different herbs or ways to attack things, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And the biggest thing is divination. Before you go light the candle, did you sit back and divine? Give it some time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's the other big thing. It's like a mentoring is, baby, slow down. Mm -hmm. Because this is not the movies. And one false step could be detrimental to you your loved ones or someone else close to you
0: sure well that's powerful stuff
1: yeah i just want people to be more careful when they're looking on tiktok and instagram and snapchat and all that and you're copying someone else who's posted a video of something else that they saw somebody else do and so now they want to be cool
0: right well no this, this is nothing to you know take lightly like you know dealing with the spiritual realm like you mentioned earlier no it's not
1: and stop saying that my ancestors are gonna come get you
0: Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) because
1: who told you to do what you did in the first place right my ancestors don't play about me guess what those other person's ancestors don't play about them either (laughs) indeed you know um (laughs) you know um And then while you over there talking about your ancestors, they don't even talk to you. You know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just saying. You know, like you're claiming something that's not even accurate. Mm I would, I would love for people to stop throwing their titles around. That's me. Right. You got initiated, great. There are people who don't have to be initiated and still can talk to spirits. Mm -hmm. We do exist. Maybe in your practice or your belief system, those spirits don't talk to you all, but there are those of us who are walking around and they speak to us mm-hmm. and we're not initiated. And how do you do And I think some folks need to understand that.
0: And how do you handle that? I know you have, you have a full-time job, uh, in the, uh, regular world and how do you balance the two? Like, you're, like, do you, do you, hear- I have it.
1: i haven't i haven't i am
0: that's fair i am
1: all over the place with that um Mm. and um you know i go to work tired um especially if i've been doing any kind of readings over the weekend mondays have just been uh horrendous like I, i can't move because i'm tired like reading everybody wants a reading readings drain you yes you know, and then you got to recuperate from that. So Mm -hmm. if I'm reading on Sundays, which I'm going to stop doing that, Sundays is really going to be like a no day. Yeah. Like a true, true (laughs) self-care day. Um, um, I, I haven't, like, I, like I said, like I get up at three o'clock in the morning to even pack orders or I'm, I'm, I'm standing on my feet, you know? Um, I have bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of oil <laughs> i mean i'm standing front of the counter right now like i've got herbs everywhere i've got about 500 packets of herbs in my house you know mm-hmm. like i need a store i need a store i need a store <laughs> i need a storefront i need a warehouse right um no i haven't i'm i'm completely out of balance with that you know i spend a lot of time you know my my, my baby's you know he be in the kitchen building his train track you know mm-hmm. right here with mm-hmm. me in the kitchen playing on the floor um there are times that my, you know, my, my, my mate has you know, made a comment about, hey, you love that store more than you love me. You know, it's, <laughs> it's difficult. My mom, you don't stay on the phone anymore. I can't sit on the phone if I'm making something right. Right. <laughs> because I need to concentrate. Takes a lot of focus. I'm not in a situation where, you know, you have some practitioners who, um, they just stuff the herbs in the bottle with the almond oil. I don't make my stuff like that. You know, my oils take six to eight weeks before I can bottle them. So I'm learning make larger batches. (laughs) I'm learning make labels, you know, take the time to make the labels. Don't handwrite stuff because people can't read your handwriting. I am so out of balance with that. Mm. But um, I know that things are going to be changing for me. And that this was eventually going to be just my regular full-time job, which is great for me because yeah. this is me.
2: Right.
1: I've always been mixing things together. Mm-hmm. I should be a better cook, actually. Um, <laughs> but I've, <laughs> I've always been mixing things together, applying yeah. things Um I've, this is me, and that's why my business is flourishing, because I'm not doing something that's outside of my norm. Right. And I'm meant to be a teacher in this life cycle, and I'm meant to pray for people and help them in that healing process so that they can be a better version of who they are, and they can attach to divine light, because a lot of us are disconnected.
0: Yes. Tell tell uh, us a little bit about your oils. I know um, you know that's common knowledge to you know to you and I, but uh, give people an example of the type of oils that they can buy from you and um, how it, it can help them, and other products if you want.
1: Okay, thank you. Ashe Ashe Ashe. Power to you for that comment. Um, the I make uh, a plethora of oils and the recipes come to me and then I have to kind of sometimes figure out what it is that that I've made Um, uh, (laughs) I'm like okay God what is this oil for Um, okay well you'll tell me in six weeks when it's ready okay okay Mm. Um, some of my best selling oils are fast, luck, money um, any of the sexual oils that I make hedonism, voodoo pussy um, endless orgasms um, the title is what you get. Um, mm. it started with a cypher flower, wet, juicy, uh, pussy. My mom actually gave me the wet, juicy part. <laughs> Cause I was calling, um, a friend of mine said, well, you can make your own pussy oil. Cause I was like, damn, everybody making a pussy oil. And she said, well, uh, uh, Vic, you can. You can make your own. Just call it Cypress Pussy Oil. And I was like, "Oh, well, okay," but I don't want to sound like everybody else. And so I told my mom, and my mother said, "No, because don't nobody just want pussy; they want wet, juicy pussy." Right? And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Do I feel comfortable saying like I had to be yes, comfortable? Mom. You yes, know. That's what and then I started <laughs> to think, know? why is it that everything that's associated with the female body seems more vulgar than if you call somebody a dick? Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's a different conversation. What, yes. So um, we'll have that one. at any rate. um my uh my oils I bless I bless everything from the bottles to the herbs the herbs get their own blessing before they go into the bottles um when I do bottle them they've already been in another container for six to eight weeks so you're getting a blend of that and a, and say like the, the olive and the almond or the olive and the avocado because a lot of people are allergic to the sweet almond oil. So mm. many people are using that that it's uh, folks are developing allergic reaction behind that. Right. Um, a good conjure oil is never an oil that just has a bunch of herbs in there. Even if they do, you should be able to look through the bottle and see smaller herbs like ground, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, discernment will also help because I know folks who stick, like, you know, black pepper, you know, stuff like that that you can grind down and stick in there and it looks like it's something, but it's not. A uh, good conjure oil um, is made with a heavy oil. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people make uh, their conjure oils with, um, you know, canola oil. I mm-hmm. do. I know people who do that. I am not that person. Right. Because corn is not part of my lineage in that aspect. Mm, mm-hmm. So you got to know the power of the oil. Right. Olive oil is a holy oil. Right. Ooh, my phone fell. That's close <laughs> the core. Olive is a holy thing. To to it brings peace as well. It bridges things, right? Yeah. So I use olive oil. Now I might blend the olive oil with avocado, hemp, uh, sunflower or safflower now sunflower and safflowers help to bring in divinity mm-hmm. so w- these things are not something that um you know uh shoot that took me like no it took me like a year to get the blends correctly um i do a truly blessed oil i do a, a anointing oils um mm-hmm. I have uh, books with recipes, but I'm always adding or creating my own ingredients. You know, I'm adding to those recipes Mm -hmm. Um, because, again, it comes from my head. Like sometimes I'll sit down. I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to need something for people who, you know, who need to focus. Well, licorice is a great herb for the mind and or focusing. But sometimes people need something a little bit additional because they might have anxiety. They may have OCD. Um, things that, you know, go into that. And so from that, I'm, I'm building out like a little questionnaire because I want to make sure that I'm hitting as many of uh, the herbs as possible to help you. And herbal or herbal medicines is old.
2: Mm -hmm. Our
1: present day pharmaceutical industry is built off of herbs and making synthetics of it. Right. You know, so why why should I go tell you to go take a pharmacist, uh, you know, brand of something when hell, you all you really need is some licorice and some peppermint oil right. that's been sitting and then also blessed. So it's not that I'm just making the bottles; I'm blessing them, and my gift, my power, my ability as an intercessor meaning that God directly here, like everybody's talking, my voice is above the crowd. So when I'm blessing my stuff, I'm truly blessing it with Mm -hmm. divinity. And I had to accept that about myself because we often accept the narrative that we are given. You know, I'm a a black uh, single mom of two children who had, you know, I got two baby daddies, you know, kind of situation. Mm -hmm. We accept that. And accepting those Uh, narratives that are really not your true self lowers your vibration. And I I said, I'm not that person anymore. Mm. I don't accept that. I am a child of Elohim. Elohim is both plural and singular. Mm -hmm. I just want to point that out. Mm -hmm. Let us make man in our image. I'm going to point that out. I'm a child of Elohim. I accept who I am, the good and the bad. Um, Do I go by the title witch? Yes. Do I go by the title root worker? Yes. Do I go by the title Hoodooist? Yes. Do I go by the title necromancer? Yes. I am all of that. I am that I am. I am who I am.
0: And you're sharing it with the world, and that's wonderful.
1: Um, It's hard. Because people say nasty things.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, Can you let people know how to find you, your work, uh, your Instagram, your Websites um, so they can do more research and reach out to you.
1: Yes, um, all of my stuff is the same because I'm an old chick. I don't got time to be creating names. Uh, it's all cipher. <laughs> it's all cypher, cipher. C I P H E R flower, F L O W E R, on Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter. I'm on Tumblr. And I do have a, um, what do you call, what do you call that thing? Clubhouse thing. I'm barely okay. ever on there. But I've, I've said recently, as of late, that I want to, I desire to use the various platforms in their own way. So I'm understanding, like, there's no video on uh, what you call on Clubhouse. So you got to talk. You got to have, you know, right. like a script put together, you know, in order to drive the conversation. Right. And um, so I'm working on that um, because. People need to know there's a lot of spiritualists out there, God bless their hearts, that are telling people that there's no God,
2: mm.
1: you know, um, that they're telling people they can do whatever it is that they want. You can, but there's limitations and there's consequences for things. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I think that people, a lot of times they forget that we had high priestesses and they did the spell work for us for a reason. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right.
1: right now we just everybody's out there lighting candles, everybody's out there pulling tarot cards, and they're just poking holes in the veil and then they're wondering why some things are just not right in their life.
2: Sure.
1: Because you've got a spirit now. Right. <laughs> but that's how they can reach me. Um my email is the same, cypherflower at gmail dot com. Well this has been
0: very informative i've learned a lot so i thank you for sharing with us and i would love to have you back <clears throat> i'm sure we'll do this again hopefully if you're open to it and uh just thank you i appreciate i all- love it i know it's great thank you i appreciate all the <laughs> listeners for everyone to um thank you for coming back to the show we will have more in the future and until next time uh, show love and thank you, Vicki uh, of Cypher Flower. And uh, we will have you back. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you,
0: Ashe. Ashe. Ashe.